Welcome to Marvel Champions Podcast, a podcast about Marvel Champions, the card game. I'm your host, Scott, and with me as always, my co-host, Ryan. That's right, I'm always here. Well, Ryan, do you hear that? Bum, bum. It sounds bum, like a bum. locomotive charging at us. Jugga, 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 jugga. That's not how. I thought it was jugga, 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 jugga. Jugga, 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 jugga. Juggernaut. I'm the Juggernaut. Oh yeah, so we're going to talk about the third scenario tonight in the next Evolution campaign box, Juggernaut. Everybody's favorite super jacked person. (laughs) Yes, favorite non-mutant X-Men character. That is true. I guess comic-wise, he is not a mutant. He was uh, powered by the crystal. Yep. Some ruby red ruby crystal of Sidorak. Sidorak. Him and his crimson bands too. Oh yeah. right, Ryan. What do you know about Juggernaut? Um, I know he's really big. I know he does a lot of busting up of things. He has metal on him, I guess. I'm not sure. does he like get these metal armbands and like I guess he, he got the little like high upper bands that are popular now in sports. He had them a long time ago. Sweatbands? The sweatbands sweat band cool are... before they were cool? Yes, yes. But though his kind of seemed like they're metal, so I'm not really sure how he, he did that. But I guess he's he's the juggernaut, so he probably could just like... <laughs> yeah, because they don't look like they'd be really like stretchy, like elastic. Yeah, yeah. And of course he has his infamous helmet which is super big and like weird weird fit is it like custom fit did did he go to like a tailor or i guess a blacksmith (laughs) i never got the like proportions of his helmet it always just seems like it's it shouldn't work like in some of the art like there's one uh like an attachment he has it it looks like he has no neck (laughs) It just like if from, you like, if you removed his clothing, like there'd be no neck. Just traps so, the head. That's funny. Yes, yes. So, and then some that's like the helmet is just massive. It's like bigger than his body. <laughs> well, and then there's like some art like um, building momentum. Like his mouth is huge. <laughs> yes, yes. So. Of course, it's just comic book stuff, but it's it's always fun to to see the artist's interpretation of his helmet. Of Juggernaut. Yep. Yes. All right, Ryan. Enough about criticizing his physical appearance. Yes, Let's get yes. To that's not why we're here. Juggernaut as a villain. Okay. All right. All right. So before we talk about the the cards, when you think of Juggernaut... Well, when you found out that Juggernaut was going to be a villain, what was your thought? So, first off... Like, how he's going to play. It makes you think that he's just this giant bruiser, right? He's going to attack hard. He's going to scheme very well. Um, And he's going to come at you and be relentless. That was what I kind of worried, that he was going to really just pack one giant punch after another. Okay. How about you? Now, um, I think 
very similar. Uh, I thought he was going to have this massive amounts of attack. I thought overkill was going to be a big thing because he literally is going to just run over people. Um, but yeah, just very little thwarting and just a lot of punching. Okay. Do you feel that that is what we got? So like our first game we played, I felt like, and we can go into the mechanics here in a second, but I just didn't feel like he really hit hard. Like there was times where I was like, Rhino kind of hit harder than Juggernaut did. And then I played a few more games and I just got some really bad luck and he just plowed through me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So to to kind of start setting it up for the listeners, Juggernaut, he he is that. He's got low scheme. His his uh phase one or what do what do you call it? His stage villain one? Stage one, thank you. His stage one is a is a one scheme. He's a two attack. Um, but he gets a plus one attack for each momentum counter on him. And so when you first reveal him, you do get to you place one on him and he has a tough status card. And then throughout the game, there are ways to either gain momentum or to lose momentum counters. So that can increase his attack and, and whatnot. And um, the big thing about him and the way he plays is he has his helmet. Yeah, he has a permanent attachment, which is his helmet. And one side, it's his helmet on. He gains Stalwart and Overkill. Um, but there is a way with the hero action to remove his helmet. Um, and that flips it. And you remove all the momentum counters. And it says that Juggernaut is exposed. He no longer has Overkill, no longer has Stalwart. And cards that have a science resource do an additional damage to him. But it does have a force response that after Juggernaut schemes, you place one momentum counter on Juggernaut and you flip that card back. Yeah. So thematically, yes. I think they, you know, knocked it out of the ballpark. Because when I think of like Juggernaut, and I know we referenced the 90s cartoon a lot, but you you couldn't do anything while he had his helmet on. His helmet was a protective mental shield. Um, but once you got that helmet off, you could kind of control him. And he wasn't the unstoppable juggernaut at that point. Yeah, yeah. So from my understanding, at least one of the reasons why he has the helmet is to prevent Charles Xavier from stopping him. Because I think it blocks his his uh, telepathy. You mean it's not so he doesn't bonk his head when he's charging at people? I mean, I'm sure it's that too, but cause that's uh, that's what I remember is them having to. I can't remember if it was the '90s cartoon or if it was a uh, well, one X-Men show that I really liked was X-Men Evolution. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. That was a good one. It's like um, the edgy teen one. Yeah, the edgy teens. They were so cool. So cool. Um, that's basically what I modeled my teenage life after. So, um. Yeah, that I, I can't remember if it was that, but they like had to unlatch like four latches on his helmet to get it off, and then they finally beat him. Okay. So, but that's that's Juggernaut in a nutshell, and so I think when through my playthroughs, um, to kind of come back to that is I I agree that first time we played him, 
he just it didn't seem like he hit as hard as we were expecting um but i i've had a chance to the the most recent game i played i played solo and uh he uh i i figured out how to beat him uh as, as a solo but it hurt because he hit me while an alter ego and that really hurt <laughs> yeah um I had a similar experience. I was like cruising, doing really well. I got the bright idea of, hey, I'm going to flip down. There's no way he can scheme out. He has like one thread on. And just through the course of odd events, he um, he popped the scheme and he hit me in alter ego and just killed me. He hit me for like seven. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's exactly what happened to me. I was like, okay, I need to prep to to f- take his helmet off. So I'm gonna f- either the scheme super low. I'm gonna flip down, get ready, get that extra card hand size um, to get that helmet off and start just welling on him. And I did, and thankfully I had enough health because he hit me and I had like two or one health left. <laughs> um. So I was still able to, to ended up winning that game, but oof, it was a it was a little hairy for a moment. Yeah, I think the key to this one is trying to keep him exposed as often as long as you can. Yep, yep, I, and that's what we did that first game is we got him exposed pretty quick, and we just started hitting him really hard, and he just he just wasn't able to to keep up like we we got on top of him and, yeah, and uh, i think he just wasn't able to come back if you can do that you can because this changes your way you play you can't jump block as easy as you normally would yeah 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 and it it makes alter ego less safe because in the game overall alter ego is is safe other than scheming out but here he can scheme out and punch you in the face yeah, and you're just and, sitting there and you're <laughs> and if you know you don't have a way to keep him from scheming, he just flips his helmet right back over. You gotta go pay three more resources. It yep. can really yep. slow you down. So he, he's very much a timing hero or villain. You gotta time it right. That like my solo game, I timed it right, even though I got punched in the face and almost died. I was able to get the resources I need. Uh, I flipped to hero, I flipped him. I started punching him. I think I either confused or stunned him at least once on there. So I was able to just keep it up. Because once you get that helmet off, he's just super vulnerable. So there was a, there was a couple cards that he has that were interesting. Um, so Trample is in a treachery. That one is if you're in Alter Ego, you take two indirect damage. If you're in Hero... Juggernaut attacks the ally with the fewest remaining hit points, and that is not a very fun one. <laughs> yeah, because if he has his helmet on, it'll overkill. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and if you've already defended, mm-hmm. um, then you can't defend for that ally, and if the ally is Hope, which is another key component we haven't talked about, you're up a creek. Yeah, because if she does, that's one of her, the additional lost conditions of the game is it makes you lose. She goes by yep. by. Yeah. So so one of the big encounter sets for this one is Hope Summers. 
Um, so it's only a two card encounter set. Has a side scheme, uh, Captive Hope, um, and then it has the Hope Ally, which is a, uh, I would say, a good ally. Um, but if, of course, if she loses or she didn't gets discarded, you lose the game. Yeah, I want to come back to Hope, but one card I liked, like thematically, like it really made the game fun, frustrating, is the Sidorax Exemplar. You do all that work to flip his helmet, and then when revealed, if he's exposed, you flip it, place a momentum counter on Juggernaut. Um, and if he's not exposed, then you add threat equal to his attack to the scheme, which could be devastating, because if he's not exposed, he's got an attack of three, base, you know, two plus the moment one momentum counter. Mm. Yeah. So, not only if you get rid of your hard work, it could potentially pop the main scheme and he attacks you again. Yeah, yeah. So that that is one thing I, I do like about uh, this scenario, is the main scheme is not a game is over uh, main scheme. It's once it pops, it gives you a list of instructions, and then it resets. Um, they're they're not great list of instructions for you as the hero. Um, but it's it's a good to to see um, the, that change in the game and in a scenario that it's not always oh great it popped now the game's over. But it just it just keeps hitting you, um, which makes sense for the theme of Juggernaut. He's, his goal is to just keep coming after you and and beat you to to win. And his threat threshold is pretty small. I mean it's it's Rhino, it's seven. Yep. Yep. Which I I think overall is right. Um I'm kinda thinking maybe six might have been just slightly better, but maybe that was too much. I think I think seven's the sweet spot. I feel like eights changes a little bit. I think seven's the sweet spot. Yeah, I think seven is that right number for advance. Because if you get an advance, then there's a good chance he's going to pop it. Yeah. And that's what happened to me. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I like that. Um, that it's not all main scheme, but it's the focus on it just hitting you and, and just taking you out. Um, for me, and I guess it's a balance thing, I thought he was going to be able to gain momentum counters, more momentum counters, more frequently, you know, which probably would make it awful, but I just don't feel like there may be only like one or two times where he really had two or more momentum counters on. It was usually just one momentum counter. Yeah, yeah. Um... When I played, he had two was the highest he got before I flipped him because um, I didn't want any more on there. But he did have a circumstance where he did gain a momentum counter while his juggernaut was exposed, hmm. um, which was interesting. I, I can't remember how he did it. I'm trying to look at some of the cards. I want to say it was, was there. Is there one that you can choose to put? Ah, 
No, that's not it. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think choose flat. to either take damage equal to Juggernaut's attack or place one momentum counter on him. Yeah, so I got flattened while he was exposed, so I chose to place a momentum counter on him. Okay. Because <laughs> I didn't want to take damage because right. I was going to die. <laughs> Did nothing now, but potentially when he gets his helmet back on, he'll be stronger. Yeah, he'll be stronger. But honestly, the goal was to not let him get his helmet back on at that point. Definitely. So, but yeah, I, I think uh, I think he is a uh, can be a very rough villain. Um, I think it's very luck based in, in in several moments throughout a game. Yeah, I think he's one with the potential for multiple attacks, the potential for the scheme like randomly going off. He can be a little kind of swingy where everything's going fine and then it's not. Yeah, yeah. And he he definitely becomes even harder, I think, with Black Tom Cassidy. Yeah, him and his creeping willows. Those are, uh, uh, what's the right word? Uh, really annoying? <laughs> yeah, their force response with quick, quick Strike is just frustrating. Oh, it's, it was devastating. And not only that, but if you have that side scheme, Making Green, each copy of those uh, Creeping Willows gains Surge. Ugh. Yeah. Not fun. Well, and the thing that I think is interesting, so when Black Tom Cassie's revealed, you go and you fetch a Creeping Willow. So you're going to get Quick Striked, maybe stunned, and then you can't even hurt Black Tom Cassidy until you get rid of the Creeping Willow. Because mm-hmm. he can't take damage, not just being attacked, just any damage. Which is, and I think those are the only minions in this encounter set. Or yes. I mean in this uh, scenario. does not have any minions in his um, scenario cards. Yeah, so yeah, I think Black Tom Cassidy is a, is a pretty rough encounter set. That'll be interesting to throw in some other... Oh man, I can't imagine throwing that encounter set with a villain that increases, has a lot of uh, minion stat boosts. Mm. Uh, that would stink. Like a, a Zola. Woof. The other thing I find interesting is the Creeping Willows are a zero scheme one attack. And I feel like it almost tempts you to go down because they're not going to scheme and you won't get hit. But it's going to. Yep. It, you have to balance that juggernaut being, you know, scheming. Yep. Flipping the helmet, threat going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think it's a good balance to kind of try to force your hand to play into the juggernaut killing you in alter ego type thing. Yeah, I know we kind of glanced over Hope. I think Hope's Hope's good. She helps you in this particular scenario because she does have a science resource printed. So anytime she hits an exposed juggernaut, it's one additional damage. And I think. She just gets better depending on your hero. Like yeah. Then when we played, you had Cable, and you had already gotten the Technovirus Purge done. So mm-hmm. you were three. So she was hitting him exposed for four, which four for no consequential for free. That's uh that's like as good as some player cards. Yeah. 
Yeah. And she has the X-Force and X-Men traits, so you can throw some uh, some of those attachments on her. Mm. Make her even a little stronger. And she's psionic. Or trainings. Yeah, yeah she's psionic, which I don't know. Is there any, like, ally psionic stuff know. going on? Maybe there will one day. But, yeah, she... I, I think this is a, an encounter set you can throw in for fun in any scenario. I would add it to an addition. Like if a scenario, like Rhino only has uh, one modular set you add, I wouldn't add just Hope Summers. Um, oh, I would no, add another yeah. one plus Hope Summers. I'm with you. She would just replace it's like two. a six to eight card encounter set. I wouldn't do that. I would just throw in the extra two. Because really it's yeah. only adding one card to the encounter deck anyway. Yeah, and it's... I mean, it's it's not great, but it's really not that terrible. You you exhaust Hope Summers, and that's it. And she can't ready. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I would say it probably makes the game a little easier to have a a decent ally constantly out there. Yeah. Yep. But then again, if she leaves play, you lose, and that's yes. any scenario. So does that in that? All right, Ryan. Rapid fire. Go. Um, Juggernaut. Too strong, too weak, just right. I think he is uh, swingy like Rhino. Um, but I think he's a little more tamed than Rhino. Where Rhino, he can advance and you lose the game. He can advance and just punch you in the face really hard and you can keep moving. Sometimes lose the game. Um... But I, I think the overall scenario plays into his theme of trying to kill you. So I would say he is uh, probably more on the just right than the too easy or too hard. I, I would agree. Uh, uh, same sentiment. Sometimes you can get the bad, just the bad draw. But overall, I think he's where he needs to be. Yeah, yeah. I. I will say, I think if you have the right hero, a, a hero that has the ability to stun and confuse, once you get that exposed, he is very weak because you can really manipulate him and just tear him up. Yeah, he just kind of turns into like your standard villain at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um. So my next question, who do you think's a strong hero to to kind of game his mechanic. Um I think Spider-Woman has pheromones which can in a solo at least um but even in a two player can really completely destroy his turns. Um I mean, you can still, it can still be random, of course, and still get around it, but um, I think Spider-Woman, um, who I was thinking else? like maybe Colossus, someone who is tough. A lot yes, of tough, he does so not have really, piercing, does he? No, he doesn't. So you don't really care how strong he gets. He can't deal damage to you. Yeah. yeah and no, you keep I the tough in Alter Ego, so if he attacks you in Alter Ego... Don't matter. That's true. 
and overkill. It don't matter if you got overkill if you're hitting a tough ally. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else that's more unique than just like your typical. Um, I think heroes with three resource cards. Um, three mm. resources on a card can be helpful. So your Miss Marvel or Hulk could potentially just using one card to flip him. Or flip like a Black Panther. He's got my brain. Yeah. In, you know. Yeah. You pair with that card and one other random card, and you got the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think potentially Shadow Cat. Mm, that's true. Can go can be very effective against him because he's not going to be dealing damage if you can play her right, and I would say even Vision has a little bit of that as well, right? Because his his uh, oh, what is it? It's not translucent. Um, he's uh, intangible and dense. I intangible, think. and it's negative two to damage, right? Yeah, but you can't defend. Correct. So it basically eliminates, at least from stage one, it, it eliminates his uh, momentum counters and maybe plus one. So, yeah, probably not vision. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd say high health. Hmm. That way you can have that high health and alter ego too. So your Hulk. Um, I was going to say, there's a game. Who's going to punch each other first? Hulk or Juggernaut? Because Hulk can't thwart. But he can sure punch. You know, if he's playing solo stage one, he's close to one-shotting him with his big attack. Now, I know, I know it's a big thing in the community, but rapid fire, do you think you can... Uh... Oh, now I forgot the term. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, oh, do you think you uh, do you think you can rush Juggernaut? Is he a rush villain? See, I I played him recently where I did kind of rush him. I think I flipped his helmet one time. But other than that, he was helmet on. And I just kind of tried to go 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 go. And I got him to stage 2 and then I flipped down. And that's when it bit me. So I was close. I was playing uh, yeah. Angel. Archangel. Oh. And uh, it bit me. Yeah. Angel. And a spoiler alert. Um, we'll, we'll talk about him later. But uh, he's, he's one you have to be careful. Because of, I feel like he's, uh, at least the time I played him, he can lure you into like a false sense of security and then you just die. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, cool. All right. Final thoughts. Juggernaut. Go. Juggernaut. Um, I think he's fun. I do like there's a little bit of strategy involved. So even though he is a straightforward, you know, deal damage, you know, juggernaut come at you. There is a little bit of strategy with when do I flip his helmet? When do I 
let it flip. You know, he flips it automatically when he goes from stage one to stage two. I need to plan for that because I don't want to waste. I don't want to flip the helmet, sim to stage two, then he flips right back the helmet right back. So there's yep. there is some strategy. I think uh, he's one I would definitely deck build for. So if you are somebody that plays pre-cons, he can be kind of a a rough matchup. But I think with some good deck building, you can kind of try and get around some of his worst damage dealing attacks and, and encounter cards. Um, yeah, just... Yeah. I was gonna say, um, or do you want to finish your thought? No, I'll I'll wait. Can we'll just rank them in the box? Okay. You go ahead with your thoughts. Um, one thing that you you mentioned, Colossus would be a good um matchup with him, and I agree. Um, because I know he has that one card that allows him to uh flip to hero form if he's an alter ego. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a way to, if you had that card in your hand, you can save yourself from getting smacked pretty hard and dying. Yeah, and you get that tough when you flip too. So yeah, yeah. No, I think you're. I think you're right. I think Colossus is probably one of the maybe top three heroes that is naturally built to to be able to withstand him. So okay, but I guess my thoughts. Or did you want to say yeah, anything no, else? Yeah, good luck. Um, I think he is. Uh, I think he's okay. I I don't. I don't think he's my favorite. Um, I like some of the things that were done in here, but it just it just not. Uh, what's the right word? Not impactful. Uh, not lasting effect. Um, I'm. I will come back and and play him, but he's not one I'm jonesing to play from this box the most. Um, I think. Uh, I think maybe I I wanted more stuff to do than just the helmet. Um, I don't know, but yeah, just it's not perfect for me. I think it's okay. But uh, I would give it, out of the box heroes, probably number four for me. And by hero, you meant villain. Did I say hero? <laughs> you did, sorry. Uh, I'm not agree with you. Number four no. is where I throw him. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I don't think four as in like he's bad, but four is just, I mean, someone's got to be in the fourth spot in in this box but I'd, I'd put him out as all the villains he's probably mid-tier for me yeah i would i would agree i mean like like we've kind of said he's not bad but i just i don't think it i think there's other ones that do do it better yeah yeah maybe i would have liked it if there was more to do with the the helmet if you could put on his helmet. <laughs> and that would the be cool. <laughs> I am the Juggernaut. Yes, that would be uh, that'd be pretty fun. Or at least uh, like a campaign card. After you beat him, you can gain it. Oh, there you go. That would be 
that'd be pretty cool. And you just put momentum counters on it, and you, your attack goes up every and, time. And you do overkill. And you do overkill. <laughs> but of course, if something happens, if gets taken off maybe you lose health I don't, I don't know if you get confused or yeah you get double you confused, confused yeah interesting but uh but maybe maybe it's like get kind of like uh, i mentioned that when i an episode that i saw they had to like unclip his helmet and it took them time and throughout the battle to finally get there it almost Maybe I was thinking more like that instead of just, oh, here's three resources. Now his helmet's off. Oh, and now it's back on. You you almost want like the story of of getting his helmet off part of the scenario in kind of steps or stages. Yes. I think Juggernaut, his character, it is that helmet of getting it off. He is the unstoppable Juggernaut with that helmet. You can't beat him. You have to get that helmet off, and then you can beat him. Yeah, I can see that. I can almost see it kind of like a... I was going to say Hela, but I think Magneto would be a little more... Okay, um, yeah. Accurate. Like, you kind of had to work through an attachment, an environment, a side scheme, a main scheme, and kind of, like, get to the next, you know, step of the scenario where now it's like loose and something happens and then you've got to work to actually getting it off. And then once it's off, it's trying to do everything you can to keep it off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so hear me this. Um, he has four attachments that are on him and each represent a clip of his helmet. And each one gives him some type of bonus. Oh, like a stall you... overkill. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Stalwart. One has stalwart. One has overkill. One has this. One has that. Um, every time you flip one of them, uh, unlatch it. Essentially, he loses it. Um, but he, I don't know. He can't take damage, or he's like minus one damage. Maybe that could be one of the attachments. But you got to get each four of them unclipped, and then once he's unclipped, then you can actually start really beating him, dealing damage, and yeah. Yeah, and then maybe somehow, maybe tre- treachery cards or something, he can start latching those clips back on. Right. But maybe that's just too much stuff to do. This is a this definitely more of a streamlined version of that. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely more complicated scenarios, even in this box. Yeah, yeah, so it, it probably did, doesn't need that. And that's why... I play them, and I'm not one of the designers of the game. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, if we have completely missed the mark on Juggernaut, we want to hear about it from you guys Uh, listening. uh, Let us know your thoughts on Juggernaut. Is he the best out there? Is he the strongest there is? Um, You can let us know by emailing us at marvelchampionspod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you and chat about it in our Chatting with Chumps segment. But until next time, keep on running. Run, Juggernaut, run. Thanks. That, that's how you're ending the episode right there? <laughs> like a Forrest Gump reference the Juggernaut? <laughs> yes, you don't like that? No, I think that's perfect. All right, everyone. Run. Run.
Bye.